Everyone needs an estate plan. That's why FindLaw worked with lawyers from across the country and employed Thomson Reuters' industry-leading form automation technology to create affordable, customizable, do-it-yourself estate planning documents. Forms available include a last will and testament, healthcare directive and living will, and financial power of attorney. You can purchase a form individually, or you can bundle all three for a 10% discount. Both individual and couples packages are available. FindLaw's estate planning forms are backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can update your finished estate plan for free for up to a year after purchase. There is no time like the present to start estate planning and get peace of mind, especially when you can do it from the comfort of home and at a fraction of the cost of going to an attorney. To get started, head to findlaw.com, and at the top of the page, click on Legal Forms and Services. Hey everybody, welcome to Sidebar. I'm Joe Fabush, and today I'm joined by Laura Demi. Hello. And Veda Himeta. Hey Joe, what's up? Hey, so we've got a pretty fun topic today, one that may appeal to our listeners who maybe use the occasional recreational cannabis. I was sitting here wondering how you were going to describe it. I'm like, how nerdy is this going to come out? Oh, I'm sorry. Joe. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. No. So this episode actually follows closely behind uh, the episode that we did last week on Amazon unions. And Vedahi, I'm wondering if you could quick fill us in on some updates because I know you have one. Yeah, so for those listeners that haven't caught last week's episode yet, I'd recommend going back. It's pretty interesting. It's about unions, union law in general, strike, labor law, but specifically in the context of Amazon's new grassroots unionization movement. It's a bit of a David and Goliath story in which two Amazon employees from a Staten Island warehouse kind of got fed up with a lot of the BS that the company was putting them through, especially in the pandemic, and sort of organized to form a union through the employees themselves rather than join an existing union, which which is kind of a big deal because unionization of Amazon employees is something that had been tried but failed before several times. And in an update on that, Well, these guys turns out were successful. They just had a vote, not a landslide by any means, but still 55% voted in favor of a union. And so technically they won, but Amazon is, of course, contesting that election for a number of reasons, including inappropriate and undue influence by the National Labor Relations Board, but also in the context of weed, which we're talking about today, one of Amazon's objections and grounds for overturning this election was the fact that these union organizers handed out weed. Well, the union organizers, when trying to gain traction, were setting up all kinds of, you know, free food events and baked ziti. And amongst them, they had set up like a free weed and food sign and they were handing out weed. And Amazon is now trying to argue that this amounted to bribery, which was sufficient to compromise the election and therefore it should be overturned. The reason why I think that leads in pretty well to what we wanted to talk about this week is that. Another case involving Amazon caught my attention. It involved the dismissal of a lawsuit alleging that Amazon violated New York state law in rejecting applicants who tested positive for marijuana. So this happened in the Eastern District of New York. It was a federal case. 
and it involved three applicants who applied to work in the in Amazon's warehouse. They got job offers, but those job offers were rescinded when they tested positive for marijuana. And I think mm-hmm. this applies to more than just Amazon uh, or New York, for that matter. Uh, as we talked about on a previous episode, uh, I think it was Cannabis Law in a Nutshell, there's a lot of confusion over state and federal cannabis laws. And so I think this is something that a lot of employers are going to have to deal with moving forward. And a lot of employees are going to be worried about, even if they're using only legal substances in a legal way, if that substance involves marijuana, it might get a little complicated. Now, I should probably mention what the law involved is. So New York has a law in the books called the Human Rights Law, and they amended this after marijuana was legalized, its recreational use, uh, to prohibit employers from terminating or refusing to hire employees who test positive for marijuana with some exceptions. And you can probably figure out what some of those exceptions are. You know, obviously we don't want police officers running around high, (laughs) uh, but there's also exceptions involving construction and heavy machinery and things where if you're under the influence of a substance, uh, you could put yourself or others at danger. So yeah, so th- so this suit was first filed, I guess, in like last spring. Is yeah, twenty twenty. Okay, so it was well before I guess Amazon's first announcement from last like twenty twenty one summer that they would exclude marijuana. So the, Amazon, I guess, made that policy in reaction to this suit, right, Laura? I don't know if it was in reaction directly to this, but yeah, the timeline goes that. These people had their job offers rescinded. They filed this uh, potential class action lawsuit. And then like a year later, Amazon sort of flip-flopped their policy saying, okay, we're not going to, we're not going to drug test for marijuana anymore. Yeah. While simultaneously arguing in this lawsuit that part of the job duties require that they be free from marijuana. So there's a little bit of a hypocrisy here. Yeah. Mm. So, so what was what was it about the job requirements that prevented weed use? Or yeah, so that is that is the heart of it. And for a lot of these conflicts, mm-hmm. it is going to be a case by case basis. But I'll go back over the laws real quick. So, under the New York City Human Rights Law, if the position requires that an employee regularly operate heavy machinery, or if an impairment caused by marijuana use would interfere with the employee's ability to take adequate care in the carrying out of his or her job duties and oh, would that's pose that, general. <laughs> that it is it's super general but it does add a little at the end here where it says if if it poses an immediate risk of death or serious physical harm to the employee or to other people so you can see the workers argument here in saying that Look, this is a conveyor belt we're talking about. Uh, These are boxes. Nobody is going to be at risk of death or serious physical harm if we test positive for marijuana. But Amazon and, and the judge who was presiding over this case, who ended up dismissing the complaint, wrote that it's not hard to imagine an impaired employee 
ambling in front of a heavy moving object or carelessly allowing a clothing item to get caught in a conveyor belt. And so really what the judge here is doing is analyzing the specific job duties to try to determine what the risk is. And that's something that if you're in an HR department, if you run your own business, you may have to consider if you're going to test for employee use of marijuana is do the job duties involved, are they really pose a serious risk or are they operating heavy machinery or is this something that I should just not not test for? Well, this seems a little different because I'm not sure if it's, I assume that this is just testing for weed in general, not, you know, whether mm-hmm. you're high at the time and it's different yeah. for, for example, from alcohol. Obviously, you don't want an employee to come and operate heavy machinery or do dangerous duties when they're drunk, but that doesn't mean you're going to ban them from drinking all the time. So that parallel doesn't really check out, right? Well, yeah, because marijuana stays in your system so much longer, Mm -hmm. so that complicates things for sure. Yeah, that's a great point, because under New York law, you can terminate an employee who shows up impaired. You're not required to Mm -hmm. if if you're just like, hey, I'm cool. Impaired under any substance, legal or illegal. If you're impaired, you can be terminated. But you don't have mm-hmm. to be. Makes sense. Um, but but that mm-hmm. that provision is already there. So what Amazon was alleging here is not that the workers came to work high. Mm-hmm. Obviously, mm-hmm. this was done before the workers even started. Their job offer was rescinded. And I, yeah. yeah, and I assume that there aren't really that many workers coming to work high, but there's plenty of workers that might po- test positive for mm-hmm. ever having smoked right. in the recent past. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, you know... Um, I'm giving away my opinion, (laughs) but I I agree with you. I, you know, to me, yeah, it's perfectly reasonable to terminate somebody who's impaired. Mm -hmm. But uh, if you're just doing testing beforehand, I I think your point is valid. Well, I wonder, how did the judge sort of respond to that nuance, if at all? Uh, He didn't really address it, as far as I'm aware. I, I think that was his main argument, was that heavy machinery is involved oh. and if somebody were to come in under the influence it would it would be dangerous and so under the law like you mentioned the law is worded fairly broadly mm-hmm. so you could argue maybe like if they come in the morning after a a big party night you know are they going to be a little bit more at risk mm-hmm. uh, i think that's the logic behind it or that if they regularly use are they in danger of coming to work impaired. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad so this I, isn't a video podcast and no one can see my response. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God. I'm just over here. I got distracted uh, reading this, reading the opinion from the judge because um, he brings up, <laughs> he brings up conveyor belt sushi and calls it oh that. And I just, I got In really distracted context? by that because he gets it, you know, the, the fun thing. Well, I don't know. Andy's not here to make fun of us. So I think I can use the word fun. The fun part about reading these opinions sometimes is just getting into the the weird legal weeds that the judges get into. In this case, breaking down how different types of conveyor belts work and the level of dangerousness <laughs> that they pose. And so that was sort of the the example that the judge used was, okay, we have some conveyor belts that, yeah, aren't going to hurt anybody like conveyor belt sushi. But then, you know, these big <laughs> ones that Amazon is using yeah, if someone's clothing gets caught or you can get a finger caught, really, yeah, people can be seriously injured by them. But yeah, that was something that I momentarily got very distracted by. And now I've distracted all of you with it. So you're welcome. Oh, man. 
well, it's it. I think Amazon is just. I don't know. It's it's it seems like it's throwing a lot of spaghetti at walls. Certainly in the case of like trying to throw this vote out and mm-hmm. the, the weed the weed policy or like the new weed stance is just one of many arguments it's throwing at the wall. Yeah. But yeah, like also at the same time, it's announced their support for all kinds of national acts: the marijuana opportunity reinvestment and expungement or more act, mm-hmm. um, the Cannabis Administration and Opportunity Act, and the States Reform Act. So um, the States Reform Act was it was interesting to me because it's a Republican-led bill mm-hmm. um, that offers comprehensive reform for like a bipartisan consensus that we should end like a federal prohibition of cannabis. But Well, I won't hold my breath on that <laughs> one, we'll see. But yeah, there's all sorts of interesting tangents that we could go on, you know, um, under New York law, for example, if you had terminated an employee in the past for marijuana mm-hmm. use, uh, just because they enacted this law last year doesn't mean they get their jobs back. Right. Um, so there are all sorts of these issues where, you know, you can say, yay for marijuana legalization. But if you're an employer who does that, it does lead to some interesting questions that you need to consider. And if you're somebody who's looking for a job and you may test positive, you may want to consider whether it's a job that you will be tested for mm-hmm. uh, j- just in advance. Um, you know, you probably don't want to have to go through a lawsuit to, to fight it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so there, it's still ongoing. And, and again, for a more comprehensive kind of state by state look, you can check out that podcast that we did a few months ago. And that's all we have for today. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Find Laws, Don't Judge Me. Please subscribe to, rate, and review our show wherever you listen to podcasts. Check the show notes for related content. And if you'd like to contact us, send us an email at findlawpodcasts at thompsonreuters.com.